Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal, coming to you. Oh, happy Friday. I'm stumbling over my words already. Spaghetti and meatballs, help me out. Instead of fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon is here producing this mess and joining me as always, my good and dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss, what is happening, fellas? I don't expect that one of you is going to get engaged on this podcast like Harry did um, this morning on Against All Odds. But, uh, I, you know, we appreciate it. I, I think it was the first, <laughs> <We appreciate it. laughs> first proposal on a sports gambling podcast. I think, Spaghetti, you've been looking into that, right? We, we did a Google. Nothing came up. A lot of podcasts about engagement, uh, you know, how to get engaged, the ring, that stuff. But nothing has been done live on a podcast before. And Sal, I mean, you know, credit to Harry, obviously, but more credit to you for somehow orchestrating that. That was incredible. <laughs> Basically, it's like, oh, come on, Harry, let's just do it. Get it over with. And, um, you know, he's kind of feeble minded. So he went for it. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, check the you, you saw it, right? Yeah, I appreciated it. And you're just a human being, Sal. You're fumbling over your words because you're still drunk on champagne <laughs> and, and love. I think it's great for the record. I do think it is the first engagement ever in podcast history. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it now as it applies to me. The chances are that I impregnated somebody during a podcast. Oh, given yeah. The amount of time I podcast and the number of pregnancies I've been involved in. Right. You would think that probably mm. happened. But this this is different. Spaghetti, this is, Google pregnancies, Damashek podcasts. I mean, that's about carnal <laughs> pleasures. This is about love. And yes. I, I'm here to celebrate it. And Martin, I mean, you could be next. Uh, you blew your opportunity <laughs> with that one, one assistant there. Uh, sorry, a uh, receptionist there. I mean, she was already married, but I don't know. You could have proposed. Yeah, you know, she had been married for such a long time at 21 years old. But I just, you know, <laughs> it's truly the end of eras. You know, you got Tom Brady retiring. Harry's getting married. You know, all the greats are falling. You know what I'm saying? All the yeah. greats are uh, hanging them up. Congratulations, yeah, ladies. He's taken. Yeah, it's true. It's like you balance it, right? Jason Momoa is on the market, but oh, Harry's off the market. So I don't know. It's tough. It's, it's just tough like Wall Street. Everything's always going up and down. You know, yes. you try to buy, try to get in there at the right time. Hey, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk Super Bowl. There's a million fringe uh, stories going on in the NFL. Most of them terrible. Uh, we'll talk Pro Bowl. Babyface Solomon has a Super Bowl betting bonanza. Did you guys hear about this? He's going to give us questions related to the past Super Bowls, and we're going to play for $20, whoever gets the most correct. Oh, related to past Super Bowls? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just over-under. Well, it's just over-unders. I think we have, fit, right, Babyface? It's 50-50 shot on it each. Oh, you, I thought you said oh, I, I did Super Bowl commercials. Oh, come on. Come um, on. <laughs> this is going to be good. This is going to be good. All right. And, and we'll, uh, there will be a twist. We'll, we'll find oh, out the twist later. I love yeah. the twist. All right. We're going to have our pick of the day, too. We went three for three. We nailed it, guys. Why don't we just do that every day? What's so hard? Three for three. It seemed easy, right? Martin, yours won easily. You had a player prop. Sheck, you had Edmonton. I saw they were up two goals in the second period. I'm like, that's over with. And uh, I don't even they, have, know. They Who pulled it out. Think? and They pulled it yeah. out late in the third. Yeah, oh, as, yeah. as predicted. The cap actually, slide uh, has begun. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're old and they're not going to be relevant in right. the Stanley Cup That's final. Right. You'll see. Kevin Porter Jr. just yeah. really caught an, he caught an alley-oop that had no impact on the end final score of the game, but had every impact on over 24 oh, really? and a half. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think, I, I believe we got 23 and a half, and he ended up with 24 total. Wait, that didn't go to overtime game. Did it? That game? It did no. not. No, oh, that was a game before. Okay, yeah, six. All right, I'm, I'm getting confused. Hey, um, I don't know if you got your hockey. I'm sorry, you Winter Olympics bets down, but I did. Fanduel Sportsbook has Winter Olympics begins today. Shaq, did you even know it began today? You don't care. It is really crazy how I, I, I unaware I was. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. The opening ceremony? I had no. This is the least I've ever been aware of any Olympics going on. Yeah, it's been diminishing for me in the last twenty years to begin with. Well, here's the thing. I just want to stay interested. So I bet uh, this is the most anti-American I've been in a while. But I bet U.S. under 22 and a half medals. And be, I'm doing the COVID thing here. I just think like, you know, I don't know, like a, a quarter of the events could be wiped out for us. Can't you see our the broadcasters saying, oh, you know, another U.S. casualty and this one test positive and will not be participating in the bobsledding event. I, I just thought 
under 22 and a half medals and Russia to win the gold in hockey at plus 150. Those are my big bets. So go ahead. Let me have it. Anti-American, anti-patriot. What am I going to do? There's a guy at the radio station I used to work with in Detroit, and he would legitimately tear into people who were anti-U.S. hockey. And that's all I could think about right now. Pat Caputo would be like, I can't believe that really? those cowards to the north have convinced you that they, that they invented this sport. And it's like, just, like he was, but he was, you know, Detroit. I've never even been in thing. Detroit. I, what do you Oh, that's what I thought you were doing. That's not you, Shane. No, that wasn't you. Your impression of me. Uh, Yeah, but wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see this here. So um, we're not even, I mean, we're 12 to 1 to win the gold in hockey. I think there's a guy from Manhattan Beach in the hockey, uh, on on this uh, men's uh, ice hockey team here. You're kidding. Yeah, not from our best and brightest. I mean, our, 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 you would think that there should be more Minnesotans than Madison, yeah. Manhattan Beachans. I don't oh, know. We didn't send yeah. the NHLers. Well, in the meantime, while you look at that, the Winter Olympics, the signature moment in the history of the of the Winter Games is, of mm-hmm. course, when the U.S. beat the Soviets. Right. So that's always what comes to mind for me. You mentioned bobsled. I feel obliged. I have to say it every four years at least. Mm-hmm. The most fraudulent of all Olympians. Are the bobsled, th- the second and third people in the four man bobsled. Right. This would be fine for there to be a four man bobsled if there weren't a two man bobsled. Right. It's been laid bare. You in the second and third seats have zero function. You provide nothing to the experience. You only need the guy to steer and then the guy in the back to push. What are you two doing? What, what two frauds are you? May as well be me and you, Sal, or, or you and Marty. But we would Finn. die, though, right? I mean, we would fall yeah, out we wouldn't die. die. we just sit along for the ride like they do. What the hell? Who are uh, these, these schnooks? Well, one of them is, uh, was Herschel Walker, wasn't it? Or he he was the push it? guy. He was the guy who's uh, running with pushing it. Now, uh, the other thing is I'm sad that the winter games are here because it means another missed opportunity by me or anyone else who's an American to make the Olympic team merely by announcing I have decided I will be on the American luge team. There are not three or four people on the, uh, within the United States who have ever tried luging, would ever want to try luging. So by merely volunteering, you make the team. I, I the assume you just lay there and sled ride. That's basically it. These are the sports, but I agree with you. Make them interesting. Put a little uh, wager well, on them. Dude. Isn't that the same thing that Jim Harbaugh did with trying to be head coach of Michigan? He just oh. announced it, and, it, and I mean, head coach of Minnesota, rather. He just announced it, and just right. thought he had, that thought that's how it went. It was what the hell happened there, by the way? I mean, really, how bad could that experience have been in the interview? That he's like, not only am I removing my name from the Vikings. I am hereby done talking to NFL teams. Like, what What the hell response did he He's get? Like, that was a the- big mistake. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Vikings hired Kevin O'Connell, but I don't know if, yeah, Harbaugh was a serious candidate. Let me close the book on this Manhattan Beach Olympian and, and actually intertwine it here with your thing, Martin. Brandon Brisson, he uh, plays hockey for Michigan, uh, oh. University of Michigan. So there you go. And that's where Harbaugh is heading back. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the Raiders or Bears were ever interested in him, but um, it's uh, the whole coaching thing is a disaster. I don't know. I, in a way, no one should ever get fired again. So we have to go through this every time. It's like people are saying that, like this is like a marriage and like you know, like a husband like trying to step out, and it's not because it's a job. But on a job, you sign a contract, right? And like, and not, if the marriage, I get that you sign an actual legal contract. But in a, like a relationship in general, there's a social contract that exists, right? If you have a girlfriend and your phone rings five times mm-hmm. at one o'clock in the morning, she's going to look at you and be like, you're not going to get that? What right. Harbaugh did was his phone rang five times at one o'clock in the morning. He answered it. It was a girl said, I'll come over right now if you want me to. I mm-hmm. really, really will. I will leave her right now. You don't want me to? Okay, cool. And then hung up the phone and turned back on Netflix like nothing ever happened. I feel like this is not a hypothetical, and this has actually happened to Martin probably this week, right? With the girlfriend and the 1 a.m. I thought he was counseling Harry going forward or or Mrs. (laughs) Harry. I didn't know what was going on there for a second. Different altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting with Harbaugh. What else? Uh, Doug Peterson hired in Jacksonville. Just uh, what what matters anymore? Daniel Snyder might be a scumbag after all. Do we need to talk? go through any of this? I don't know. I have a conspiracy theory that Jim Harbaugh was going to get the job at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's why he left up there thinking he was going to get the job at Minnesota. And that's why he was like saying goodbye to people on Tuesday in Ann Arbor. 
Right. And then all the news broke. Brian Flores stuff. About the Brian Flores news. And they had just interviewed Patrick Graham for nine hours that Mm -hmm. day. And as the news was breaking that Jim Harbaugh was going to be the head coach at the Minnesota Vikings, conspiracy theorist Martin believes that somebody called the owners and is like, bro, you cannot hire Jim Harbaugh right now. You cannot do it. I, I, I don't that's think that's happened. I don't think that's far fetched. And we're now at a spot where we have to find out where John Elway met the coach on the ramp of the, the, the private jet and the flight logs and everything. I mean, this is just insanity. <laughs> this is Super Bowl week. Um, we're talking about this. It's check. crazy that we're I mean, for real. I mean, this is an interesting for the second straight year. You have a team playing in its home stadium. You have Joe Burrow in the Bengals who nobody mm-hmm. predicted. And we're not talking about it at all in favor of all this other rightly all this uh this larger stuff the thing that points to more than anything else i feel like the old boys club that people keep referencing Mm -hmm. is i mean for real why the hell is bill belichick why, why would he know what the giants are doing period for real like when you pull back from that what, who at the Giants is texting with Belichick about like, yeah, it's going to be Dable and he's what? passing along that. What more do you need to know about the old boys club and the same old names being recycled over and over again? That's that true. Bill Belichick is just dealing with Big Blue on this. Well, you have no role in this. What, what, are, you, what are they contacting you back and forth for? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. It's bad if that's true, but uh, he really did. So if he doesn't text, there's no lawsuit, right? If right. he and Flores don't text, there's just no... There isn't. This is unbelievable. I think, I think that I think that he probably uh, maybe I don't want to say there is no lawsuit without the text, but I think the text was like the straw that broke the camel's back of yeah. all of it. I think that Flor if Flores had if he had gone in there thinking he had a fair shot, as fair a shot as you have to get these jobs, I feel mm-hmm. like you're not seeing him on CBS this morning on Wednesday. Yeah. I agree. All right, let's talk about that game, Shaq. You're right. Enough of this nonsense. Uh, Rams four and 48 and a half. Fandle had it at four and a half, and now it's four. Uh, we don't have to make our picks today. I think we could save it till next week. I'm, I'm leaning one way. I'll admit that. But we do. I have some Super Bowl prop related questions for you, too. Like maybe. Well, before you, I, w- I yes. want to hear all these props because they're super fun to go through. Mm-hmm. But Marty Weiss, early bird. Any thoughts? I mean, you're you're the early bird special, aren't you? Uh, I I mean, as the Rams uh, ended the NFC Championship game, I had already hammered. Well, I I say hammered. I put half a unit on oh. Cincinnati plus four. Yeah, and I'm going to finish that unit on whatever Cincinnati is at, at kickoff. He's but dig in on that a little bit here, Sal. Uh, mm-hmm. Explain to me because we were talking on minus three on um, on Thursday, mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm inclined to wait it out as uh, per usual. Marty being the early bird guy was curious, like Mm. the Bengals plus four and a half felt like that's not going to go up, but it is going to go down. And so maybe I should jump in now if you like Cincy um, plus the four and a half. And now here we are a day later and it has already dropped that half point. Did I make a mistake by not getting? I don't know. I mean, there's no telling if I had that answer, I'd be able to shuffle money around hundreds of thousands and then bet the, wherever I could find a four and a half or a four. But um, I I would say it's going to be four or four and a half. That's just a a guess for mine. Hmm. Uh, And I would, I would wait. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's just so tough with the, it used to be that they had limits on the first week, but then you see like a mattress Mac, but what's it? Four and a half million on the Bengal. Does that scare you a little Martin? When you see this guy, that absolutely terrifies me. I've I've seen mattress (laughs) mattress Mac. It really has nothing to do with the game. Like, like uh, Joe Burrow, if he, if he sprained his thumb a little bit, it would, it would worry you less then Mattress Mac putting four and a half million dollars or whatever he did on the Bengals, right? Absolutely. I'm 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's almost the same feeling I get when I see Rob Parker picking his side in the football. I was like, ooh, oh, I'm yeah. just joking. Isn't that no. weird? Isn't that but weird? I, uh, you, Mr. Uniformy, right. I have a fact for you about mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. Since only three teams not wearing white have won the Super Bowl since 2005. That's oh. the Packers in 11 the Eagles in 18, and the Chiefs in 2020. As we know, the uniforms have been out late. The uniforms have been released. We know what Mm -hmm. everybody's wearing. Do I need to be scared for that? 
Because that honestly, those two things, Mattress Mac plus this uniform situation. See, Shank, really, this is you know, what you should be leaning on. The uniform the trends. Little, little, you should know all concern. of them. I mean, as you know, I uh, sincerely lean on that stuff. But the, but the trend has been broken, as you point out, Marty. So now I'm off of that. It was a legitimate concern. Name drop coming up. I talked about that very issue with Chris Long of the Eagles wearing the white jerseys and everything. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, versus the color jerseys in advance of the Super Bowl against uh, against the Patriots. And I said, any concerns? And I saw him on the field right after that game. And he said, how about the uniform curse right. now? So, <laughs> so they're aware of it. And I know people make jokes about whatever, but for real, little things like that, I think they do hear them. And I think they think like at some point, like, ah, we're supposed to lose because of this, that, and the other. <laughs> Even that something as stupid as that, that's a very minor one. But they do know it. They at least are aware of these stupid uh, these stupid it's things so that dumb. people like us point out. So but dumb. I think this one is null and void because it's been blown up. So Mattress Mac plus white uniforms, Martin, equals uh, stay away from the Bengals right now. Unless Mattress... Mac has a change of heart, or the Bengals um, have a laundry uh, malfunction, right? Yeah, right. that's that's the same game parlay that I would would do not care for. I do want to ask you guys, what do you think the largest lead of the game will be? I have the actual numbers that Fandles putting up what they think it'll be. Martin, just shoot first number that comes to your head, largest lead of the game. Thirteen. That's Check. my number two. That's exactly wow. my number. I'm not going <laughs> to shake off of it just because Marty said it. All right, so you would go under then because Fandle's predicting 14 and a half. And mm-hmm. that half is substantial, right? Because you're talking sure. two touchdowns. 21-7 and the Bengals will start making a comeback. You're a winner there. Uh, longest touchdown in the game, Martin. How many yards? Is it just a, a set number or over under? I'd say un, uh, probably 35 yards. 35, Shaq? This is line of scrimmage based, right? And this yep. doesn't include a, a kickoff mm-hmm. or punt return. Um, no, no, I, it, uh, it count, it, no, whatever the touchdown. Oh, it will is. allow. If it's a 101 yard kickoff return. It's, you know, it's going to I go don't, I ask that question as though I'm about to predict a punt return for a mm. touchdown, which I'm not. Um, I, um, you know, I'm trying to think of all the long touchdowns in history. I mean, Jamar Chase makes a ton of sense. Odell Beckham makes a ton of sense. Those are two like, let's go, uh, let's live a little bit. Let's go over 55 yards. Whoa. All right. Wow. You guys are way uh, under. So, Martin, you would go under because the number is 42 and a half. And Shaq, go you, would go, you would go over. Let's all go right. over with this one. You got, you got playmakers on both sides. Who's Big the, who's the, uh, the spaghetti? Who's the seventh round? The uh, Notre Dame Scourneck? Scouronic? Ben Scouronic, yeah. All right. If he can get his shit together, maybe that yeah, goes over. Yeah, he can't over. catch, though, Sal. Right. He's got to catch it. That's true. Uh, highest scoring quarter. How many points will be in the highest scoring quarter? Hmm. Martin? Points in the highest scoring quarter. The highest scoring quarter will be the third quarter, and it will have... 14 total points. You don't have to say the actual quarter, but all right. So you say 14. Shaq? I'm just saying, I think it'll be the third quarter. Okay. <laughs> I will say they're going to be 20 points scored. That's and closer way, to uh, Fandle's number of 20 and a half. So, Martin, you would go way under on that. 20 and a half's a lot. I don't think. I, 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 That's a I lot. I feel like everybody thinks there's going to be a ton of points scored. I don't, I don't see it. All right. Lowest I, scoring quarter. We saw a scoreless quarter in the Niners Rams. Yeah, I see lowest scoring quarter, seven in the first quarter. Seven points. say under eight? Oh, okay. Yeah. You, no, no, you say eight, check? It's five and a half. Hmm. I will so, go I'll under go. then. So if there's a touch, wait, you're going under? No, you said I, seven. I'm, but I'm saying if, if it's five and a half. Oh, you're scared like, by the I, line now. Yeah, okay. it scares me. I want to go under that. So that's saying if there's a touchdown, it, it, any touchdown in all the quarters, you the over would win. Or two field goals. All right. Uh, Here's a more. prop. Here's a prop yeah. for you two. Mm-hmm. Which quarterback will be in the most commercials? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, oh, Baker Mayfield. One. Wouldn't be surprised if we see a little Tom Brady showing up. Peyton that's Manning's no stranger to, to mm-hmm. Well, it'll probably be one is the answer, right? Romo. Um, Romo. Mm-hmm. He's Skechers, in a lot. All over the place. And his uh, beer. I'm going to say Deshaun Watson, three. And no, no, probably not. <laughs> you know what? I got a sneaky I got a sneaky addition who I would take at 
the super yeah. plus money, Eli. Twenty twenty one's been the year of Eli. Good one. He's got that yeah. good for you commercial. Uh, it makes me uh, actually. My he is definitely in one. I, I saw one of the uh, Fandles competitors is having a, a commercial where Eli Payton and uh, Cooper are in it, along with JB Smooth and, and others. But I got your back, spaghetti. There you go. Uh, Burrow and Stafford, as long as we're talking quarterbacks, longest pass completion. They both have the same number. What do you think that is? Well, based on what you just said, I don't assume that uh, the FanDuel is basing 42, or did you well, say that's 42 the and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This well, is I assume that the completion is is kind of closely tied to that, so mm-hmm. I'll go over whatever they have because I'm guessing it's not going to be more than 45, right? All right. Martin, what do you think? The longest yeah. pass completion by either of them. I think over, and I think it might be set at maybe around 50 because I could wow. see, I, even though, I mean, you what, that 76 yards to cup, mm. 40 yards to cup, last, and then Jamar Chase has always got the opportunity. You guys are going to love this over then. It's 39 and a half, whoever you want to take there. I mean, that's certainly, I mean, doesn't that feel too easy? What am I missing here? Kind of does. Although I'd, it, I'd like to go back a, through if, their if, respective if, seasons and evaluate. I mean, how many times did they not do that in a given game? It's probably probably close. 50 50. Right? Yeah, it's probably close or 10 seven or something, you know, uh, in games. But 40 is a lot of yards. If you just follow the length of the, the ball in your head. Right. And say, right. Okay, it goes 25. I'm sorry. OK, that goes for another 10. Uh, Chase, longest reception. Martin, I think. Well, if I do think Jamar Chase will be the guy to set this, so I, I put it at around 40 then. It seems wow. like 40 is the longest reception, 40 is the longest touchdown. It feels like 40. Although, like, the thing that gets me about these is I can see Jamar Chase, not he's not as fast as Tyreek, but catching mm-hmm. like a cross, making two guys miss, and then running for That's 30 more yards. That's what you right? need. You know, as close to Check, where what do you think? Cup, I'm thinking dropping it in the air. Right. Well, I assume the individual, even though he's the most likely to do it for the Bengals, if if Burrow's total is 38 or whatever you said there, it's got to be lower. Now. 39 has got to be lower than that for Chase. So I'll go over again because I'm assuming if and when Burrow does it, it's going to be to Chase. So it's certainly going to be 35 or more. And that number that you're mm. about to say has to be under 35. Uh, that's correct. Chase is 27 and a half. Cup sure. is 29 and a half. Beckham, 22 and a half. I think there's a lot of value in Beckham. And, a lot of fun and, and, to bet and it though. goes it goes just as martin says break break a tackle um and mix in is the last one i have written down there longest rush 13 and a half yards so there you go i have one for you that also seems a little Remarkable. low but we always favorite. like the overs and everything though right and then how do they make money if everything goes over of course yeah no you're you're being smart and, uh, no. and sober yeah. and all that you're right um but my favorite one to have a, a little bit of fun to live, not just survive during the Super Bowl, mm. is I know Sal has been keen since I've known you, Sal. You love the coin flip. You love betting on the opening coin flip. But that comes and goes. And then you, mm. you've either won or lost. And, of course, if you're on the winning side of things, it's a, it's a relatively happy start to the day. But then you're bummed out if you don't get it. And either way, it's just the game is after the best one is because then you're in this one the entire game, literally, till the final snap. Safety. Is there a safety in this game? Uh, that's a Plus nine sixty. And as I say, I mean it could be the last play mm-hmm. of the game, or you know, last thirty seconds, and the one team's up four points, and they're like, right. let's just run it out of the back of the end zone here, just to, to whatever they do. Um, this is super fun. And, and, and by the way, there have been a fair amount of uh, – I'm not sure of the percentage of games of Super Bowls that have included a safety, but there have been some noteworthy ones, of course. The ball getting snapped over Peyton Manning's head to start. The well, Super that's Bowl, a Super monster odds one. First score of the game is a safety. Yeah, right. And that that did happen. Our friend Daniel cashed in on that. He's been screaming about it for years. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Also, my one of my favorite uh, anomalies in Super Bowl history is that imagine the biggest game in America is being – played and it goes to the half as super bowl nine did steelers led the vikings two nothing at the half right <laughs> i saw that imagine how funny that would be that's something if that you know this uh year. and then brady did you mention brady the 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 grounding call that was two nothing to start right right oh so, right, right so that right. so anyway it's fun i mean that was like that gets like 40 to, to one odds to get to be the first score of the game or the last <clears throat> either way and another one check that you're in it till the very end is Will the quarterback kneel to end the game? 
one of these years, one of these years, that's going to be my only bet. And I'm just going to tune in at, uh, I don't know, about, you know, <laughs> 940 Eastern time. And that's the only thing I'm going to watch for. See what happens. But if you, you want me to get weird conspiracy guy thing, well, actually, I'm, I'm building off of what Hench said on minus three. Um, but it does kind of make sense. You have Aaron Donald and Von Miller, so they get after a QB. Joe Burrow loves to try to extend plays to the detriment sometimes yeah. of the team. He, he loves to serpentine away and further and further back. Good chance, he might, I mean, decent chance he'll get sacked in the end zone at some point. And Johnny mm-hmm. Hecker likes to pin him deep and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it does. Kind, you can kind of work the pigskin side of sure. it and be like, well, there's better than average chance that this game will include a safety. Yeah. Especially for this one. You're right. Uh, all right. Fandle's got it all. You can bet all everything we just spoke and hundreds and hundreds of other props. And they're offering new customers $5. If you have $5, that's all you have to have is $5, Martin. And you can win 280 in cash. And then who knows? You could turn that into houses and uh, rocket ships and everything. But Fandle will do their part. Bet $5 and win 280 in cash on either team to win. Don't even have to worry about the spread when you use promo code extra points while registering. That's right. Get your winnings in cold, hard cash, which is better than free bets. Promotions for new and existing customers. They've got same game parlays. We can combine small bets for bigger wins. Tons and tons of Super Bowl props. Don't miss your chance to turn $5 into 280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and use promo code extra points to make every moment more this Super Bowl. Again, promo code extra points exclusively on Fandle. All right, what else we got? Um, what do we want to talk about? Oh, the Pro Bowl. Oh, the greatest. The game everyone's talking about. It's in Vegas. What the hell could go wrong? Oh, God. I forgot this one's in Vegas. NFC is a one-point underdog. <clears throat> Should this be my pup of the week? 61 and a half is the over-under. I'm taking the NFC. I looked at the roster. Kyler Murray, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Look at these guys. I mean, I haven't checked out the AFC roster, but can't be as good as this. I, uh, I know this. <laughs> I watched Mac Jones in the skills competition yesterday, yeah. throwing, trying to hit targets. And I, after that, I have to take the NFC if he's going to be Of course. Of course. Again, I haven't checked the AFC. Shaq, do you have a lean on this game at all? <laughs> well, since it's, uh, it's their phrase of the week, talk about a game that has no merit. Jeez, oh man, what the, uh, who cares about this stupid thing? The players certainly don't, except that they get paid. And even then, a lot of them beg out of it, as they should, because uh, it's a collision sport. What the hell kind of thing is this to continue to do over and over again and then pretend that you care about the, the player's health? If you really want to do the right thing, that's right. It's time for me to do it once again. I'm going to do it every year, and I do it here and now. Let's get rid of this jive called the Pro Bowl and replace it with something that will captivate the nation. And by the way, never has it been more timely to do something like this. All this concern about tanking and whether or not it's moral Mm -hmm. or ethical to tank. You know how you do away with tanking? You create or you apply Damashek's loser bowl. Big, big opportunity to tie in uh, P90X or Weight Watchers or whoever else. The loser bowl. The two worst teams play each other. The winner gets the first overall pick. Tank, go ahead and do it, but that doesn't guarantee you anything. It just might get you into the the loser bowl. And who wouldn't sit around? Who wouldn't gather around the TV to watch the uh, to watch the tech? Wait, who is it this year now? It's the Jags. It would be the Jaguars and the Lions. Lions. Yeah. The Jags and Lions set the early lines out. What, what what's the opening line on, uh, on that neutral game? court? Like if this is a Legion, yes. uh, a Legion neutral stadium, Legion Stadium, uh, Jags and Lions. I have to. I don't. know. I could be wrong with this, but I'd say Lions minus two and a half. It's got to be the, at the crappiest stadium possible. Yeah. That's a befitting of this uh, of this so dreadful you game. Have, uh, Lions hosting the Jags at the the, the Washington Football Team Stadium. Okay, and the one that's okay. it's Heinz Field. Literally. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like the Tropicana Field where the Rays play. That's the that seems like the worst atmosphere I've ever seen in my life. But what a great game this would be. We'd all gather around. We'd all love it. And then the players say, "Who? Why would I want to be in this game? Because you're going to get paid. That's why. Same as for any other. I like that idea. Game. Except then when it's 2 nothing at half, everyone's like, oh, tanking is a real thing. We can't even get them up for this. But <laughs> so, um, I do, you know, the, I, I stopped betting the Pro Bowl my junior year in college. I had to dig out of a miserable, miserable season, and I bet it. And, like, Steve Young threw a 
fourth quarter touchdown pass and the NFC covered. They were given four and a half, I think, and they won by six. Uh, I was sick to my stomach and it made me hate football. So I've sworn off betting. And then they did the, it was only a couple of years ago when they was like Team Dion against Team Michael Irvin, right? That was stupid. The whole thing is dumb. Why do I mean? I They're really not I can't imagine. Anymore, yeah. No, I know. It just and the, the, the hockey one. I mean, what a waste of time. And if you called me and said, "Hey, great news! You're you're in our sports all star game," I would say, "Thank you." Um, I think you got the wrong number, and I would hang up. <laughs> Why would you prefer to go and do that instead of have a couple of days off, especially? You know, oh, yeah. at least this is at the end of football season. And, you know, Vegas is presumably a place you'd like to visit. Not I as think good that's as Hawaii, it. probably. I think that's but, why it. Yeah. but what the hell would you want to be in the in the hockey all star game? No, thanks. Uh, we're right in the middle of an 82 game grind. What the hell do I want to make another right. flight for and go play another game? Uh, uh, instead, I'm going to rest. How about that? Right. But your loser bowl, you think everyone would be up for that? No, I think I they know. would not want to do it, but too bad. <laughs> then don't come in last place. And by the way, if you're getting paid, it's going to soften the blow. The, all right. Well, I think of- these guys are also getting paid. They're probably going to put it in the slot machines anyway. But uh, no, there was like a difference between winning the game. and lo- It's a different game anyway, isn't it? Like you can't blitz. There's some kind of schemes you can't. There are no longer. But what I like about yeah. the weekend, Martin, already Trayvon Diggs beat Tyreek Hill in a race. Actually, Hill came in last. What is there anything this guy can't do, this Trayvon Digg, except uh, help his team no, in the playoff you got game. the wrong but, guy. It's Micah Parsons. Oh, Micah Parsons. What did I say? Yeah. I'm still on Diggs. Yeah. Micah yeah. Parsons beat Tyreek Hill. Full Him shirt off Shirt off. My God. Did you see that? That was terrific. Ah, oh, the Chiefs. Burn it down. I think they need to sell that team. What's going on? When Tyreek Hill I mean, I, I, it's funny. I asked this. Uh, I took out the literal 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. two years ago now. And I said, will Patrick Mahomes go to the Hall of Fame to one Mina Kimes? And she predicted mm-hmm. yes, and he probably will. But let's do another one. We don't have the literal 10-foot pole here. But Patrick Mahomes will win no more than one more Lombardi in the rest of his career. Yeah, and he we touched did that this. with a 10-foot pole. I, I said, uh, uh, will win one, no more. Or, so you're taking the negative? Yes, I do touch that. Yeah. I you say gonna, so one or f- one or zero is yeah. What well, what we future. did we did our lat next five years thing right? And you right. said you said borrow uh, actually you said borrow when the Bengals were, were still looking it was still a long shot. And you thought win, I was right? re- no 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 you thought I was ridiculous when I said the Bengals Sal remember uh, that? I still you did. Said I, I can't believe they're here. When I said the <laughs> yeah yeah two Super Bowls. Yeah you are you still are. They've got a better shot than the Chiefs do. Now I'm you'll gonna, take the Bengals. If you had to bet it now, obviously you're going to take the no, Bengals. No, I think Lamar Jackson could win that division next next year. I, honestly, I think the I think the I I'd still rather have Mahomes. We go through all this. I'd rather have Mahomes and Burrow. I'd rather have the Chiefs. And as long as the pieces stay in place, but all the but same, not going I think to. I say one. I say one more from for Mahomes. Martin, you want to answer that? And I'll tell I, you this. They yeah. really, Dave. They really blew it with the D fours yeah. offsides. Yep. That's yep. that was the dynasty. That was supposed to be chapter one of your mm-hmm. dynasty right there. Because now everybody's gunning for him. Now your salary cap's inflated. You can't find a third receiver. You know, and then everybody wants, you know, to to get right back to the championship feeling. Like you saw in week six, seven, eight, when they finally started to turn it around and uh mm-hmm. everybody's, oh, we got our swagger back and all of that. Like they really needed to be get Brady that first time and then the legend of Mahomes is on a, is on a much different trajectory than it is now because I think at this point you're looking at a Donovan McNabb with a Super Bowl. Well, let, much more let me ask you this, fellas, and this is a similar question: When was it toughest to win the Super Bowl? What era? What five years? What seven years? Shaq, I know you've thought about this. Well, I I, I, I don't even know how to answer that. If you were on the AFC side of things. Then obviously there was what twelve years or so where you basically had no shot until the till the Broncos um, ended that miserable streak from that side of things. The NFC won it every single year. Hmm. I, I mean, I guess like yeah, if you're one of the halves, that's why I both admire. I mean, with the asterisk of obviously the Patriots cheated in the 21st century and had videotapes, and people want to disagree and argue that like it didn't happen and that we don't all know that they are Mm -hmm. asterisked for all of time same as Mm -hmm. Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens um whether they're in a hall of fame or have a Lombardi or not 
I always argue, though, the reason I make the case that the Steelers of the 70s are the greatest dynasty in NFL history is because of who they had to go through. It was the same teams. It was not that there was not some random team that rose up in a given year and challenged them. It was the same teams, but they were mighty all time great teams. I know. Raiders, Raiders, Cowboys. When you have to go through the Vikings and the Rams and the Cowboys on that side, as the Cowboys did pretty, pretty uh, consistently, and the Steelers had to go through the Dolphins and the Raiders these are all time this is I'm um, the dozen best teams of the Super Bowl era are packed into one decade and the Steelers won four out of six that's why they're the best no, dynasty of all time that's not the answer Martin do you know oh, the not? answer hardest time to win the most difficult time to win the Super Bowl I'd say in the last 20 years how about right now it's now the answer is now there's more because? games in a year there's more opportunity to get injured. There's more teams. You can say what you want, but the still, they still didn't yeah. play as many teams. The World Series of Poker winner in 1985 or Doyle Brunson when there was like 100 players in there versus uh, now when there's 3,000. Like just pure volume has to answer that question. Right now well, is the toughest, and that's why we're talking about back, Patrick Mahomes. No Tom Brady. Like the last 20 years, Tom Brady's been in like half of the Super Bowls. Hmm. Like it's like you know it's really hard to win an NBA. F- so you're really saying the last the ten years. You're saying yeah, the like, last ten years. Okay. Because Brady has kind of owned. You all know, right. all he's vanquished pretty much all challengers. It's like okay. Nick Foles. Right. I mean, it was chalk. Is the point? It was chalk. Yeah. The '70s were. It was all chalk, and if you weren't one of those, one of those teams that I just named, one of those you know handful of juggernaut teams, you had zero chance of doing anything. Now. So I guess if you're a bottom feeder, you have a better chance than you ever had of getting there because of, like you say, it's, it's getting closer and closer to coin flip week after week after week. The the results are harder yeah, to predict. Yeah, of course. So I think you're, yeah. To, to, we're saying Patrick Mahomes, the top four talent of all time at quarterback, is maybe going to win one more. It's harder now. I agree. And, well, right. And But that also takes us into a... a, a, a different conversation that I'm sure you guys aren't interested in having, which is QB saturation, that Patrick Mahomes is the gold standard, the best we've ever seen. And within two years, it's like, yeah, are we sure he's definitely better than Burrow or Herbert yeah. or Josh Allen or otherwise? This I is, think at things top, progress so rapidly. Not, not, not the bottom. There's still a lot of uh, shit in the bottom there, but I think the top 10, 10 or 12 are as good as it's ever been. But I agree with that. Let's take a quick break. And then babyface Joel Solomon has this contest. So one of two of us are going to lose $20. Scary shit coming up. Take a quick break and we'll be back. All right, babyface. So this is babyface Solomon, our producer, Super Bowl betting bonanza. You're going to give us what? Each three Super Bowl related over under questions and the most right wins uh, 20 from the others, right? That's right. It'll be uh, three Super Bowl related questions, but on your fa- based on your favorite teams. So for Dave, oh. it will be the Steelers. Okay, for I'll start with that. Cousin uh, Sal, it'll be the Cowboys, and mm-hmm. for Martin, uh, it won't be the Detroit Lions because well, they've never uh, been there. so we're going with the New Orleans Saints, of course, uh, the Saints. The Saints. The Saints are my favorite team. That's Martin's I know, team. but how many Super Bowl related questions can you ask about that team? All right, well, uh, let's let show them one, Joel. What's the first one to Martin? All right, first, uh, Eddie has installed Dave as the favorite. Oh, for, okay. He is uh, our, our favorite. Now, we did this on Against the Odds, and the Parlay Kid won in a, in a tiebreaker. It's a thrilling fashion, but go ahead. Let's, let's see where it lands us here. All right, Martin. With a minimum of 30 completions, Drew Brees has the highest completion percentage in the Super Bowl. Is it over, under, 80.5%? Mm, good question. Under. It would be over at 82.1%. Oh, wow. That's crazy, by the way, because I thought Phil Sims had it. 22, 21 yes. and 23 or whatever? Yeah. With a minimum of 30 completions, oh, Phil Sims was go. 22 of 25. 22 of right, 25, yeah. 88%. All right, Mar, so that's no good, Martin. I mean, you... If you had told me who had the highest, I would have, I would have, I thought it was Drew Brees at the highest completion percentage in general. Yeah, yeah. well, we want to make it 50-50, right? All right. Uh, all, right. So, all right, so Martin's 0 for 1. Dave, Franco Harris has the most career rushing attempts in Super Bowl history. Is it over under 102 and a half? Mm. Four most, Super Bowls. What'd you say? Hundred and what? And most career rushing attempts in the Super Bowl. Is it over under 102.5? Under. It is 
under 101. Dave uh, is on the board. Oh, so close. All right. Correct. Checks one. All right, go ahead. All right. Cousin Sal, here we go. First question. How many days since the Cowboys have last won a Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That dick. would be. That I can figure be. that out. Uh, <laughs> now, go ahead. All right. Larry Major Brown. Hey, that was. Larry Brown became the first cornerback to ever win uh, a Super Bowl MVP. What round did the Cowboys draft him in? Oh. Over under round 10.5. Hmm. Over under ten point five round. Over over oh, over so under. A, uh, I see. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll say under. I think he was late, but not. Are you going to say he was unsigned? But I'll say he under. was. No, he, he was, was over round pick, wasn't he? Yes, twelfth round pick. Was he? Oh man! Wow. Why they have so many rounds? Uh, that was ridiculous. O'Donnell throws that pick. Larry Brown gets a big contract from the Raiders, right? And uh, that sucked. And you know it as well as I do. They were going to drive down I the field. Right at there. worst, at worst, they were going to kick the field goal and make the first overtime in Super Bowl they history. They were driving I knew it right deep in my towards balls. me. It was scary. O'Donnell's coming. I was in the end zone, up top, and it's, they're coming towards me. I was like, I, there's nowhere to go. What a rally that was! Wasted. We'll never get it back. It makes that's why I that's why I feel for you, Bills fans, because you were so close. And it's like, oh, you'll be back next year. You're never going to be in that spot again. Not you lost by ten. Time. Don't compare that Bills game. Uh, you lost by I, ten. You points. get it. I, I and I get. Yeah. Listen, the yeah. you said you did say cornerback, right, Joel? To to get the uh, MVP, yes. you didn't yes. say defensive back because, of course, that's my, one of my favorites. Is Jake Scott the, number thirteen of the Dolphins is yeah. a Super Bowl MVP, and it's mm-hmm. not Dan Marino; it's Jake Scott. Right. Go uh, all right. Well, Martin has to. Martin, and I have to do some catching up here now. All right, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Tracy Porter's fourth quarter interception return for a touchdown of Peyton Manning and Super in the Super Bowl was over under seventy two and a half yards. Fuck. <laughs> I can see it in my mind's eye, and I'm trying to just inv- count the yards. Like I asked you, that's to what I'm before. trying to do. Yeah, it's Indiana Hoosier stepping up in a big spot. Mm-hmm. What else is new, man? Indiana Hoosier Saints legend back to back pick sixes in the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl to seal both games. I'm gonna go. Was it seventy? It was seventy one. Was a 71-yard interception return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Going under. It was 74. Oh, <laughs> this is fun. Oh, this was is right. fun, baby face. There was only <laughs> one game. I mean, it was only one time. Is it, how <laughs> no, much is there to I, know? I just, I literally was in my head. I was going back and forth between 71 and 74. You'll never yeah. forget now. Now you never forget. Isn't that nice? All right, Dave. Wow, this is bad. Right, we got, we gotta, he's got to miss this one. We go to Dave. All right. In a, uh, this has been analyzed this game. We talked to Matt Hasselback about it. How many penalty yards did the Seattle Seahawks have in Super Bowl 40 against the Pittsburgh Steelers? How many penalty yards over under 65 and a half? 65 and a half yards. Okay. So there was a, what? Blow it. (laughs) You don't need to get this right. You blow it. The point is they were heavily penalized. That's why they on the get. That's the point of this question, right? Like Matt Hasselbeck <laughs> yeah. was unable to do. He couldn't answer which one of those calls was a bad call. They, none of them were bad calls. You just didn't like them because they went against you. Oh, please. Go ahead. They were they were close, but they were all they were all good calls. <laughs> well, Hasselbeck got I'm trying to think. So that you got the holding, so you got the the OPI, you got the I'm gonna go over. You would be right. Damn Over it. 70 yards. The Steelers, by the way, only three penalties for 20 yards. Of course. Of course. The fix was in. It was a fix. All right. Don't you see? Don't care. Open your eyes, everybody. Obviously, the league wanted the Steelers. That's right. That so for those Detroit. for those of you scoring at home, I this need is already this. an important question. Yeah. They're all important. They're all they're all the most important. All right, go ahead. I gotta oh, I gotta get wow. within one here. All right. In the Cowboys' 52-17 to Super Bowl win against yes. the Buffalo Bills, how many different Cowboys scored a touchdown? Oh. How many different okay. Cowboys scored a touchdown? Over, under, five and a half. All right, so. In uh, which game again? I'm sorry, the first win against the Bills? Yes, the, the blowout 52-17 to yeah. win. Seven touchdowns. Telling me five and a half. S- little it's, clues out. Leon Lett was not yeah, one of them. <laughs> That is good. That's a good. That would have been a. He would have been. It's under though. 
Wait, well, let me, let me, I, I, before no. you answer, I'm going to say it is. I think it's six exactly. No, it's on there. I'm going to, let's real, let's see if we can name them. Smith, Novacek. Michael Irvin. Irvin. Right? Yeah. Uh, Ken Norton. Wow, keep going. Didn't have the defense, yeah. I got um, lost with these. Uh, Alvin Harper. I'll give you that, Dave. So now so that's those five. would be the five. There was another one. Shit. I so went it would be over six. You guys are forgetting Jimmy Jones had a fumble. All right. All right. 97. Can yeah. I get something for knowing both of Sal's exactly? No, I knew that Larry Brown was a second round pick. I knew that it was six touchdown scores, six touchdown scores there. Yeah, you got something. Like, well, just like, if you, I mean, you have to become a Cowboys fan, then you'll get something. Congratulations. You'll get something, all right. Everything oh, coming man. up, Damashek. You are a winner. Damn it. Please Venmo. Beow, 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 you beow, have Venmo, Shaq? You don't have Venmo. Dude. I'll do it right Savenge. Now. Please email Savenge7. Damn it. Dude, let's do the third one just in, in case. Okay. These are good. You ready? Who, yeah. Let's go. Let's see if Dave can go three for three. How many Steeler players from their first Super Bowl win are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? It's talking Steeler players. Is it? Well, this oh, isn't I, entered. This isn't good for anybody but me. Okay, but go ahead. Oh, now I have to do it. I have to answer it. I have to think about it. I'm not just going to spit junk out here. Go ahead. Is it how many? Over under ten and a half. That's a lot. Over under ten and a ten half. Ten and a half. First. So you're you're inclined to say under now, right? I mean, yeah, that's what. And just players. All right, no one from the special. Uh, this team. can't take more than seventeen minutes. Okay, set. Okay, under seventeen minutes. Here we go. Bradshaw's in. Franco's nope. in. Lynn Swan, Stallworth, Mean Joe, Ham, Lambert, Blunt. That's eight. No one from the offensive line. This sucks, Martin. No one. I have my answer. And it's under. Joel, it is under. I, damn it. Exactly oh, ten. I yeah, but that's bad that he's too off. That's bad that he's twenty percent off. Shell. It's not good. I agree. You sh- I don't understand Donnie how you don't know all of these. Gets me to nine. Who am I forgetting there, Joe? You've the best got, still. Did you of get all. Mike, Mike Webster? Mike Webster. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's terrible. No, okay. that's I bad. Deserve, I, I deserve know, a minus win. for that. We win that. All right, right Martin. We won. Nice. I agree. Martin. Martin. Money. When the Saints were trailing 10 to 6, Colts wide receiver Hank Baskett uh, failed to recover an onside kick. Oh, yeah. At the start of the second half against the Saints, how many days after the Super Bowl was it until the Colts released him? Over under two and a half. <laughs> this is a big Saints trivia question. Oh, wow. You're yeah, not super- a Saints fan if you don't know when Hank <laughs> If you don't know when Hank Basket got released, <laughs> over under two and a half. The Tiger uh, King we're talking about? <laughs> what, wait, who was he married to? He ended up marrying. Um, he ma- married one of the Playboy Kendra. ladies. Yeah, who's Kendra. now got Kendra her own reality Basket. show where right. she's a real estate agent or something. This became uh, Kendra Wilkinson. Yeah. He's probably cut on Super Bowl Monday. I'll go under. That is correct. He was cut the next day. Oh, and now so Kendra's, Kendra's sister, Beth Wilkinson, is heading up the investigation for the... For is the that what it no, is? I, no, I don't think so. Uh, I, don't know. I don't think they're related, but anyway. All right, I, I'm going to go for three. I just have... I don't have it in me here, uh, babyface. Go ahead. Hit me oh, with my man. How many Dallas Cowboys from their team that won the Super Bowl against the Broncos uh, have been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? What are we getting? How many? Over under... Six and a half. Uh, you can count those out pretty easy, six right? Or six. Three, and I'm going to go three, and they got uh, you got Randy White, yep. Cliff Harris. Um, is that it from that defense? Is that really it? That's it, right? Cliff Harris and uh, and Randy White. Yeah, and you got I think so. Tony Dorsett, Roger Staubach, mm-hmm. and now Drew mm-hmm. Pearson. Those are the big five. Those are the five. Is it five is or name, six? We're missing another Mel, one, though, right? Renfro. Oh, Renfro, yeah. And Rayfield Wright. Oh, it was over? What? Oh, I forgot. It is over, right. Sal. I am sorry. We can oh, cut man, that out I'm of the bad. show. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Mel Renfro was not on the Super Bowl twelve team. Was he? I think he was, right? He was? And Rayfield so. Wright was on the Super Bowl twelve team? I don't think that's so. That's why oh, I yeah. won so You big. can't throw a, a challenge flag, Dave. There, <laughs> okay. no they really, those guys were both on the team. One of my other favorite 
a little tidbits in Super Bowl lore is in Super Bowl six. The guy, the guys who catch the touchdown passes for the Cowboys against the Dolphins in that game. It's the only game until the Rams didn't score a touchdown against the Patriots that a team didn't score a touchdown in the game uh, is uh, the two pass catchers are Mike Ditka. Mm. And Lance Allworth. Lance right. Allworth caught a Cowboys touchdown pass yeah, in Super yeah, Bowl yeah. six. That's weird. That is strange. Uh, let's never do this again. I mean, I'll give you your money, Shaq, but <laughs> I don't want disaster. your money. I, the, the celebration is enough for me. Boo, 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 boo. And I, 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 I am that throwing the red challenge flag, even though I won. I need proof that those two guys are it, were on the Super Bowl 12 team. They were, they were on they the were Super on the Bowl team? 12 team. They, they were. At it. Okay. I don't know what other those they, questions they were there. Suck, baby face. All right. Uh, well, Dave, Dave moves on to he will take on the parlay kid in the Super Bowl of trivia. <laughs> that's true. It's only right. We could do this uh, over and over and over. Uh, all right. Oh, let's do our pick of the day. Like I said, we went three for three right there on Wednesday. Keep it going. I don't know what's so hard about doing it every day. San Diego State, it was two and a half when I looked last night. Now three and a half over Colorado State. I can't do NBA just yet, Martin. Not, not for a best. Not for if it's going to go on a graphic. You could do NBA. I'll do college hoops. Shaq will do hockey. Keep that going right. for a while. I mean, whatever you want. Well, we I'm doing NBA today, want. although right. I have been getting my ass handed to me. It's hard. It's too hard. This, this stupid, ridiculous league. However, James Harden has had at least nine assists in All every right. game since Martin Luther King Day. Last time out, he had four points on two for 11, had 13 assists. His over assist right now is in a nine and a half on FanDuel. So I'm going with that because he should be motivated to play better. And over nine and a half assists. Who they got tonight? Who they Utah. Oh, uh, Utah. All right. All right, check. Go ahead. You, you do yours. I am going to go. I am going to go NBA. I think this is my first uh, time dipping my toes into these waters in the regular mm-hmm. season this year, unless I'm mistaken. I you am going to say. Mavericks uh, two weeks ago. Okay. All right, see, I'm not clear on some (laughs) things that happened more recently. Stuff that happened long ago. It's got to be 60 years ago. I just, I remember because I was thinking, I was like, that's Dave picking a basketball game? How about that? Here's here's one. Well, you know what? It's funny then because I'm going to go against those same Mavericks tonight. The Sixers are in town. Sixers, Mm. weird loss to the Wiz. Otherwise, they've really been putting it together. They're one of the better road teams out there. Dallas, a middling home team for a halfway decent ball club. Um, I think. Big mismatch for uh, for Toby Harris and for Embiid against the uh, the uh-huh. front line of the Mavs. I say Sixers on the money line pays out at plus one hundred eight. Go get that. All right, mm. yeah. Babyface uh, pointed something out that's interesting. Well, there's been other teams who have been forced to change their names, right? Now the uh, Indians have, but uh, two from Washington, right? And that right, now, the Washington Bullets, the Bullets. And the Redskins to the football team to the oh, Commanders. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What Very a weird stupid. that a, a city, a, a whole city, would have to change like two. Stupidest um, one ever is uh, stupidest one ever is the bullets. Yes, this that that really ended gun violence. You know yeah. what? Uh-huh. I wasn't interested. I, I I had no feeling one way or the other about gunplay. But my favorite basketball team is named Bullets, so I better get with the program and get myself a gat. Like, what, what's, what's the logic of that? So it makes no sense whatsoever. It's also one of those, uh, maybe this is because, you know, it just started so long ago. Like, how does that fly? To, like, how does that pass the, the focus group? Initially? The bullets? Yeah, the bullets. bullets. Like, I mean, I just. I don't think know. people cared. I mean, what year was that when that came out? Right. There were barely any guns. <laughs> there were muskets back then. Yeah, that was just muskets. I don't know. I think that's cool. Mostly Missiles or whatever. The, bo- well, the bombs wouldn't make Yeah, sense. I mean, if it would be like grenades, it would be kind of cool, right? Uh, <laughs> San Diego nukes. State, plus three and a half over Colorado State. They won at home. Now, Sheck, this is your thing, right? They won by 30 at home when they played Colorado State. Mm-hmm. 30. And then they had to, like, take 19 days off for COVID. A uh, little bit of a mess there, but they're back on track. Actually, they lost two out of four, but that guard, Matt Bradley's good, goes for 16 and five. The defense is very solid. They pick it up tonight, and they've won seven of the last eight meetings against uh, Colorado State, who's on a two-game losing streak. I am picking against the Rams officially, wow. but only in college mm. basketball, and at least for tonight. Aztecs win. They take them plus three and a half. They went 70 to 64. So we have San Diego State plus three and a half. 
We have Harden over what? Nine and a half assists, you said? Yes, sir. And the Sixers. Minus six, check. And B, Tobias V, a couple of, you know, replacement level frontliners, a giant mismatch, the Sixers. Now, listen. We we gotta because the Trey Young thing yesterday had him. It, it worked for me, but I'm picking blindly, Martin. You know, like game time decision, and you do a Monday, you do a morning podcast. Like I want to take this Hawks game, but of course it's different, and the line is different. And I got lucky with Trey Young, but should these guys have to declare by noon? Yes, can we, can't we make yes, it? Yes, yes. Oh my goodness, is oh noon my God, a good so. time? Noon Eastern. It's- I think at, at least five hours before game time. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 like, and, and, and I gotta see it. I gotta see you on the court not being able to go. And then, right. all right, I get it. All right, okay, cool. But if you're just gonna fucking rest, like I bet on the Nuggets. I, first of all, the line was at the line was four and a half. Bet on the Nuggets. I'm thinking, okay, they just play back to back, but mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's sitting out. All of a sudden, Jokic is on the bench. Aaron Gordon is on the bench, just sitting there in their sweatpants, just tantalizing me. Just get on the court, you two mm-hmm. really big, really good players. No, and they end up losing by four. So I end up getting screwed by the hook because of the. I, all in all, I agree with you. I think that the NBA am, injury report I, because. Needs to be, uh, we live the rest of our lives like this, right? You get shut out if you don't make it on time, right? You got to make a decision, right? If you don't get to the gate and your plane is taken off in 20 minutes, sorry, go find another flight, right? Uh, you're going to register for a class. No, that ended last week. Sorry, you can't get in. Same thing in college. I just feel like we have limitations in every... I, I think people would be okay with it, right? Babyface Joel Solomon doesn't get damage check a credential, we're out. We're out. You can't <laughs> by the way, yeah. but by the way, that's exactly right. And and yeah. I don't understand the people who are who are playing willfully ignorant about like, but mm-hmm. how really would you tank a game? Like, how would you throw a game? This is exactly what you're getting at. Yeah. Teams have tanked, and I have no moral uh, aversion to to the idea of tanking. The it's how you do it though. It's like you can't right. take a dive once the game started. Like, don't do as good kind of stuff is different than hey, several hours or several days in advance, like, yeah, this guy is getting traded or we're, we're benching this guy. Yeah, the it's longer. the lineups. The lineups so, is right. how they do it. Yeah, guys, exactly. the stars being in and out. That's like, how, how, well, I don't know that you could actually do Now, that. the guys like, are yeah, trying when they're on the court, but, you know, you're putting um, eighth graders on there. We do yeah, have a sucks. big week. Big week next week. We have, what do we have, babyface? Calvin Johnson, Andrew Whoa. Hawkins, Maurice Jones-Drew, uh, I think we're having Warren Moon on. This is a, a Maurice a Jones a, Drew. You like that guy? The voice of the, the or the radio? Uh, not that one, one of the up in the. Yeah, he's not no, JB Long. One. He's the partner of JB Long. Yes, I am familiar with the work of uh, of Maurice Jones Drew. There you go. To kibitzing with him. Soon. So you're gonna want to listen to extra points. You're gonna want to listen against the odds. You're gonna want to listen to Lemon Pepper Parlay and minus three. Lots of big. I know you want to go. I know you want to go, Sal. I do. Baby face quickly. <laughs> yeah. Choose a number from one to fifty-five. <laughs> oh, he's gonna tell you that twenty-three. Okay, go to go to the Pro Football oh, Reference. Look at this. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl 23. twenty-three. Let's see. Let's do guess the lines on on that one. Super Bowl twenty-three. All right, so that was two was, before Giants. Uh, wait, let me, not, let me try that, to guess. Uh, oh, okay, guess. okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, what is it? Niners Chargers? Is that what it was? No. Oh no no! Uh, I'm going the wrong way. You're uh, close. Yeah yeah. I'm close. Sorry. Yeah. That's uh, against that the team is, that is relevant uh, next Sunday. Oh, Niners Bengals. That's Correct. what it was. Right. Okay. Yes, the second, the second of their yes, two yes, showdowns. Yes. Right. What do you think the number was on that one? Uh, I'll tell you exactly. I know what it was. Uh, do you well, really? That's yeah, crazy. Because because it's four. Was it four or four and a half? I don't know. Um, I think it was the 49ers by four and a half. Yeah, because I took the Bengals, and that was the John Taylor game, right? The John right. Taylor touchdown, and I bet I was working at Dairy Barn. It was a convenience store where people would drive up. Maybe Spaghetti knows about this. I know Meatballs does. People would drive up, and they'd order milk, and they wouldn't have to get out of their car. And I was the night manager, and we used to buy cigarettes and sell the cigarettes we bought for the Dairy Barn prices and just make a killing because they didn't know if they were selling 150 cigarettes or 120 and uh, we used that um, money we stole and pooled uh, to bet on the game, and it was like $130 or something. And I had the Bengals plus the points, 
And the Niners not only won, but covered the spread on that last drive. Origin story of Sal as a yeah, degenerate gambler. I love it. Sal. Four? Started out, started out a kid selling nails at <laughs> late, in, late in the night with a with a glass of That's milk right. on the side. I love it. This Crazy empire Sal. wasn't created by accident. You, it was, Ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be were, a gambler. <laughs> you were a winner, and you spent that money at Friendly's on a Sunday. I lost. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> was it four? You you win. Okay. I mean, I lost. Louis Billups, of course. Yeah. That must have made you sick then. Louis Billups drops the ball yeah, at the goal shit. line. That They they may, they may probably even, you can make a pretty good case that the Bengals then finish off ah. in the fourth quarter and win that game. Ah, I was watching a shitty so, black and white TV. On the no, Sal, I, I hate to, I hate, to, I don't know what line you got, but according to Wikipedia, which is never wrong, the 49ers what? were seven-point favorites. No there. way. And uh, that's what it is. The 49ers were seven-point favorites. And wow. uh, didn't cover. Was that right. the Bengals? Uh, was the six to final score twenty to sixteen? That's not right. Sorry, someone changed that. I think um, Icky Woods changed that or something. No, but someone went in there. That wasn't right. Uh, anyway, all right. Check out all the podcasts. It's been a lot of fun. We will be back with you next week. And a reminder to everyone out there: you may feel like underdogs, but remember, you're all my favorites. Go get engaged on a podcast. See you next week.